You're listening to Simple Talk, a podcast that dives into God's Word. I'm your host, Jason Cox. Join me and my special guests as we apply biblical knowledge to everyday life. Howie Politics and State Affairs Pro offer insider election coverage, polling, and analysis in Indiana. Our nonpartisan news and legislative tools create a winning combination pro subscribers can't live without. For all the resources you need this election season and beyond, visit pro.stateaffairs.com slash in. That's pro.stateaffairs.com slash in. Hello and welcome to another exciting Edge of Your Seat episode of Simple Talk. My, my name is Jason Cox. I'm your host. And I'm joined today by a gentleman who used to be my friend named Mark Schlomer until he said that I needed toothpaste in the second service. (laughs) Good morning, everybody. By the way, I wanted her to give it to you so that I could use it. That's what I meant by that. I just wanted it to be in here. Okay, I misunderstood. All right. Because I'm drinking coffee. Coffee? Yeah. It's from Central Perk. I saw a Central Perch shirt uh, yesterday. I, I wanted to buy. I like you like Friends. I do like Friends. Yeah, yeah. I love Friends. I do. Like All right, friends. let me bring you guys up on Simple Talk or on uh, Facebook so I can see your questions and comments. Good morning, Pam. Good to see you this morning. Uh, we hope that everybody's having a great morning this morning. Absolutely. We had a uh, a guest uh, pastor in this morning, Reverend Ostermeyer, Bob Ostermeyer. Great sermon today comes from John chapter 8, verses 2 through 11. Um, and of course, it talks about the adul- adulterous woman being caught and everything that, that follows that. So, um, first off, I guess, Mark, did you have anything that, that stood out to you today from the sermon? Uh, I thought the scripture reading was outstanding. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, the, <laughs> the, the delivery. It was pretty amazing. It I was. Mean, uh, yeah, if you didn't get to see that, make sure to go back to second service and see more, or excuse me, see the guest speaker get up and and read scripture today. It was pretty amazing. Yeah. Uh, who who was that? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I, don't know. I, don't, I don't know either. Some guy named Mark Schlomer. Yeah. Uh, that was my cousin Elroy. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Um, no, I, from the sermon, uh, I I thought it was a really. Uh, uh, good sermon you know mm-hmm. the the title of it or theme of it was Christ and shame and he went into certainly went elaborated on on the scripture message mm-hmm. and you know what happens in that scene and I thought that there there was a, a couple of things that he said that really did kind of um, uh, that that stood out in the fact that um, he discussed that when the men brought the woman forward, uh, oh, that, yeah. that, that they were really trying to trap Jesus. Yeah. Um, they were really, they wanted to, I guess, test him to see how he would respond or whatever, but, you know, just made it, made it very clear that shame was on display. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, shame was on display that day, yeah. you know, by bringing her forward, and she was clearly embarrassed. Um, but um, one of the things that he said early on uh, really spoke to me, and in, in 
when he said that Jesus is not out to change the law. He's out to change mm-hmm. people. Mm-hmm. And that uh, that resonated. Yeah. I mean, that that's cool and, and definitely very uh, thought-provoking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you think about what was going on. And I thought it was pretty cool that he brought to light that it says that they caught her in adultery. So, you know, did they drag this half-naked woman out with a sheet wrapped around her, if that, you know, in front of the the courts to be judged in front of Jesus to be judged. Yeah. These are people who are supposed to, you know, in the New Testament, we read that Jesus says, love God, right? Love your neighbor. But it also says that in the law, in the Old Testament. I think it's Deuteronomy that that it says to love your neighbor. And what they're doing to prove this point is not loving their neighbor. True. You know, they're they're just... they're so interested in proving their point that they're missing the point yeah, <laughs> of the right. point that they're trying to make. Right. You know, uh, and I think that what something else that resonated with me was the shame that she was caught up in and the guilt. It's, I mean, we've all been there. Absolutely. You know, as adults, one as we live our lives, we, we commit these sins. And it's kind of like I, I told my girls sins especially big sins like adultery like murder like these big things and even the small ones too leave these scars on us and these wounds and it's like even though the wounds heal the scars there and every time we look in the mirror we see that and sometimes it brings us that that shame and guilt just right back up in our face right. and it's like we relive that you know yeah. so here's this woman caught in adultery and even after the fact right that's something that she's going to have to have to live with. Mm-hmm. But she's facing being stoned. So to give you guys a little bit of background on stoning, uh, I don't know how much you know about stoning in first century uh, Middle East. I'm but, a little light on knowledge. so Yeah, so yeah. what they would do is they would dig a hole for whoever they were going to stone, and they would place them in that hole and bury them up to their neck. And then they would... It wasn't just... Really? Yeah. And it wasn't just any stone. They wouldn't just pick out any stone. The stones that they would use, they'd pile them up, and they would be big enough stones to to hurt you and break bones, but not so big a stone that it would kill you instantly. So they wouldn't throw boulders that would just knock you out cold. They would choose stones big enough to cause bruises and and break facial bones but not kill you so you would basically yikes they would throw these stones at you until they broke you to the point that you couldn't breathe anymore you couldn't see anymore and you know it's bad bad so but they're within the law to stone this woman right you know and they're like hey jesus what you know what should we do here yeah what, you know and that was kind of another um interesting piece of context that um, Bob put on this today in the fact that Jesus was supporting the law. Mm-hmm. He absolutely told them, throw the stone. Yeah. Throw it. But only uh, if you were without sin. Yeah, only if you're without sin. And, and that's the catch-22. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. And and that's, and that's why, uh, or it, it also made me think of... Um, something I, 
I feel like it was one of the early days of, of uh, Simple Talk when... Ah, the early days of Simple Talk. Way back when. Way back when. <laughs> the good old days. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it was like, um, look, we've all committed sin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and, I mean, uh, we have. We've done it. And it was... The, the thing that I read that's always kind of stuck uh, out at me and give it yeah. or to me and give me uh, a moment of pause and I think about it is, uh, you know, don't judge me uh, for my sin because you think your sin is different. Yeah, just because my sin looks different than yours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. So. Um, I'm absolutely with you on that. Yeah, yeah. And, but, uh, and, and I guess. You know, he he began to talk uh, about releasing the sin, and that's one of the things that uh, you know Jesus did do for this woman. You know, mm-hmm. they they were all fired up. They wanted to stone her. Um, they wanted to take the light and basically killing her. Mm-hmm. And Jesus wanted to take the light, or or did take the light in releasing her yeah. of the shame. Yeah. You know, yeah, and we all have we all have that shame in our life. Sure, and it's like <clears throat> Jesus forgave you as soon as you asked for forgiveness, but you got to make it to a point where you can forgive yourself, Absolutely. so that you can experience the freedom that's that's given through Him forgiving us. Yes, you know? because it, God can forgive us, but if we don't if we don't let ourselves free of whatever that sin is that weighs on our hearts, then we just live in that place of guilt. Yeah. You know? And that's one, that's one of those places where I think that there's a lot of healing that can come, just like our men's group. Right. You know, let's say Mark's caught in this adulterous affair, you know, and, and he's forgi- he's been forgiven. He's asked for forgiveness from Jesus. <clears throat> he's been forgiven, but he's still got that guilt. If he can come to a brother and say, man, I, this is what I did. I've asked for forgiveness. I know I'm forgiven, but I'm just not experiencing it in my heart. Like, what do I need to do to hear a person say, you are forgiven. You were forgiven. The As soon as you ask God for forgiveness and you don't have to live with that guilt anymore, it's so freeing to have somebody just tell you that. I'm not forgiving him, but I'm just reassuring him that he is forgiven. Yeah, and, and if we go to God and we forgive, for mm-hmm. him it's a... It is an on-off switch. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, we ask for forgiveness, boom, it's boom. done. Yep. But for us as human beings, I mean, it's absolutely a process. It is. I mean, it's, it's and it's messy. It is. Oof. Terribly. That's why. I, that's why I quit sinning. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> that's one of those deals where it's like. That's why I don't want to sin because I know this funk that I'm going to be in afterwards. It's like, ugh. It's like an elephant being on your shoulders, and I don't, I just don't want that. And it's like the closer we get to God, the more we feel that that heaviness of the guilt weighing on us, you know. Right. Yes. So it gives us incentive not to sin, not because God's not going to forgive us, but I just don't want that. Like I, I want to ape Jesus. I want to live as much like Him as I can. When I look in the mirror, I want to see as much of Him in me as possible. And my sin increases that distance. Yeah. You know, and I don't want that. Yeah. 
what's the song out that Zach, the the song by Zach Williams out right now? There, I think there's a lyric mm-hmm. in it that says, uh, "More of him and less of me." Yeah, yeah. I um, can't remember that song. I know which one you're talking about. It's a dandy, but yeah. you know the fact of the matter is, uh, as we go about uh, living our lives, um, you know, absolutely uh, should attempt to do it without. Uh, you know, without sin, mm-hmm. but um, just at the core level, mm-hmm. need to live it like he did. Yeah, and yeah. and you know, less like humans, I guess. If you because will. sin, it, at the at the baseline of what sin is, it it hurts other people. Mm-hmm. Somehow, all sin hurts other people. Absolutely, hurts a person might hurt yourself, whatever. But it it hurts people. And I think that Jesus forgave this woman because he knew her heart and he knew that she was repentant inwardly, you know. He brought up an interesting thing mm-hmm. based on what you just said. Mm-hmm. She never, she didn't ask him for forgiveness for, in the moment. Right. So did he, uh, did he release her of the shame? Mm-hmm. Or did he forgive her? Think, because she hadn't asked yet. No. And it's an interesting uh, dichotomy there. And like you were saying, it's something that, that builds. It's a process that we have to go through. So we have to understand that we're forgiven before we can experience forgiveness. Correct. And then we ask for forgiveness, and then we're forgiven, you know? Yes. And so and, and not until we experience. So we have to get to a point where we can ask for forgiveness. We ask for forgiveness. We're forgiven, then begins the process of healing to where we can experience the the freeness or the freedom of that forgiveness. And, I mean, it, it really. It, so, if there's any teenagers out there watching, just don't sin. That's the. Yeah. <laughs> it's so hard, and it's such a long process. It is a process, and you know there there is. Um, you know, shame is, <clears throat> depending on what we allow shame to do to us, mm-hmm. it can be the blackest of black clouds, Yeah. right? Um, and, uh, you know, there's there's an element of, of, of facing the music. There's mm-hmm. an element of asking for forgiveness and then... Um, as you've touched on trying to get trying to get out from underneath that black cloud because you know depending on depending on what it may be Mm -hmm. um you know uh are you going to walk around and and just cower and Mm -hmm. and all of that or try to set yourself free and and set your spine set your spine and chest right and walk around like a normal person or or you know what i mean yeah i do for me i have been in sin as have we all but just being totally transparent i've done some things in my life that that it took years years to get past mm-hmm. and this is kind of grassroots, right? How do you get past sin? The thing that helped me the most to understand God's forgiveness was 
to be forgiving towards other people, practicing that. And through practicing that, I began to understand that, that God chooses mercy while, while practicing uh, justice. Because we think, you know, justice, right? You steal a pack of gum, you need to go to jail. Right. But how many of us have stolen that pack of gum and went and, you know, got that, don't do it again, and we were shown mercy, and then we, we get on down the road, and then we don't do it again. You right. Know, just like right. the Scared Straight program. Yeah. Uh, there is a way to provide justice while showing mercy to other people. So me showing mercy to other people when they don't deserve it, <clears throat> I am fulfilling the law because I'm loving my neighbor, but it, but more so than even that— it helps me to understand that God shows me mercy, you know, even through my, even, even through my sin, I experience God's mercy in my life. So, you also have to accept that too, though, right? You do, you do. And because, you know, you can read uh, countless examples of of where He has shown mercy uh, throughout the Bible, mm-hmm. but. You have to accept it. Maybe that's a prayer thing. Yeah, it, you know? but it's. I think it's also part of the forgiveness thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, look, mm-hmm. if we can run and hide, sure. and um, we can run and hide all we want, mm-hmm. but until we hit our knees, mm-hmm. and I mean, in the in in at the bottom of bottom, yeah. Yeah. You ask for forgiveness, but unless you accept it, you're not going to come out of that hole, right? No, yeah, you won't. Mm-hmm. So, and I mean, there there's an element of that too, because, and, and what I mean by that is there's the forgiveness that he shows us, mm-hmm. and it is immediate. Yeah. However, we have to accept it. Mm-hmm. Then there's the forgiveness that we go through internally. To, to get out from under that crowd, yeah. the cloud, or crowd. Or crowd. Yeah, it could be a crowded cloud. <laughs> wow. Um, yeah. How now, brown cow? <laughs> <laughs> um, and then there's that, you know, if there's people involved, mm-hmm. then, you know, that, that process begins of whether you hurt or were hurt, mm-hmm. et cetera, et cetera. So, I mean, there's... <laughs> There's, it's like one of those try or one of those uh, like little diagrams of a circle here, a circle there, and a circle up top, oh, yeah, yeah. and everything's yeah. happening at once. But at the core of it mm-hmm. is, you could probably write in there the word forgiveness. Yeah, yeah. I see where you're going with that, and I agree. I think that that's a, a good point that you make. Um, it comes down to forgiveness, God's forgiveness, us forgiving yeah. ourselves, us forgiving those who hurt us. I mean, there's there's a lot going on in that. Yeah. But if if you have, if you struggle with this, if you're having trouble with this, keep your eyes on God throughout the entire process. Keep your eyes on God and continue to ask Him not just to forgive you, because once you ask Him, He's forgiven you, but ask Him to release you from it, to help you release yourself from it absolutely and surround yourself with good friends like bad friends that are going to keep you in that funk 
aren't worth having around. Yeah, so, yeah. So keep good friends around you. Pam, you're absolutely right. Carrying Sweet. shame is lethal to your soul. Why and, do I not just show <laughs> Well, it came up on my feed, what and she may not, in? she may not, you know, like you very she much. She may not today. be on my know. feed. Look at yeah. all these people commenting. Oh, I didn't get any of those guys. I'm sorry. Uh, who committed the adultery, the woman or the man? He was married, so he committed adultery. The pastor doesn't say if the woman was married. Good point. Yeah. Good point. Yeah. And uh, he, uh, Pastor Ostermeyer, or Reverend Ostermeyer, said something about that. He said, you know, you don't see the man in this story at all. Where's yeah. he at? Yeah. You know, he was a man, so to them it's very possible that they could have said, you know, you go on, get on out of here, Mark. Yeah. We'll take care of this adulterous hooer. <laughs> you yeah. know, and just released him and then uh, made her the guilty one. Check that out what uh, Brittany says. Brittany, what a, a blessing game. it is. A game. That's excellent. What a blessing it is to know that when we accept Christ as our Savior, we're clothed in his righteousness. The Bible says no one is righteous, not even one. We all fall short of the glory of God. Jesus came to fulfill the law, not enforce it because none of us could fulfill it on our own. So absolutely. Yeah. And Pam, you're right. Carrying shame is lethal to our soul. Yeah, Brittany knocked that one out of the park, yeah. just saying. Yep. No but, one is righteous, not even one. But, um, you know, carrying shame is lethal. I mean, lethal is a strong word. It uh, is a I strong mean, word. I mean, talk about say. bringing it, but um, mm -hmm. uh, it is absolutely to carry that shame. Yeah. It is. It is. I mean, if you carry it, you're not going to get out from, if you allow yourself to carry it, yeah. you're not going to get out from underneath it. Yeah. You won't. No, you won't. Uh, Brittany and Derek are driving today. So they're driving back from vacation. So drive safely. We pray for traveling mercies for you guys. 10 and 2. 10 and 2. That's right. Uh, yeah, great, great sermon today. Just Very good. a great, great message all around and something that I think affects all of us. So uh, we have a choice to make. Are we going to show the same mercy that God showed us? Or are we going to pass judgment and start stoning people? You know, something to think about day to day. You got anything else today, Mr. Mark? Um,. Your breath is fantastic, by the way. Thank you, buddy. Yeah. I appreciate that. See, yeah. now I'm not self-conscious anymore. Yeah. So I, I brushed just, my I, teeth and ate a mint. Before yeah. I, I wanted to release you of that. See what? See? It's the kind of people that I have on the show. <laughs> <laughs> breath shamers. Okay? Oh, shoot. <laughs> As I continue to slug coffee. <laughs> no, I, I mean, um, yeah, great message today. Um, great dialogue uh, today in here, but yeah, I mean, if you're carrying around shame, do yourself a favor mm -hmm. and, and chuck it. Yeah. I mean, get out from underneath that, set yourself free. You've been set free by him, but, uh, begin to set yourself free. And, uh, and by doing that, um, you know, you're, you're going to be able to experience forgiveness mm -hmm. in a, a remarkable way and it's going to allow you to forgive uh, others a little bit uh, easier if you have as you go through this merry-go-round called life yeah practice what you preach and just be reassured God says that when you ask for forgiveness your sin is as far away from him as the east is from the west you're covered 
you're white as snow. Yeah. There is no scarlet or crimson stain on you anymore because yeah. you've been washed clean by the blood of Christ. And we can we can have faith in that. We can have peace in that. Philippians 4, 6, right? Just, just have peace. Yeah. All right, everybody, have a wonderful week. Make sure Absolutely. to join us next Sunday for another episode of Simple Talk. Um, we'll have Brittany here, and hopefully she'll have some stories to tell us from her vacation. Yeah. Uh, hopefully no shark bites or no. jellyfish stings or anything like that. <laughs> Maybe even something that, uh, you know, Derek happened to Derek. Could be. I don't know. Could be. I texted him, and he didn't text me back this week, so oh. we'll see. Thanks, Derek. If you're watching, uh, it's really nice to have really great friends. Okay. Wow. I hope I just laid that guilt on him. And he can pray about it. Yeah, guilt isn't good. And, I mean, we just got done talking just 20 minutes about, about for forgiveness. So, Jason, yeah. let me, let's talk. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, uh, hey, if you have any questions about any of this stuff, make sure to, to put it on Facebook. I always check uh, Simple Talk afterwards, see if there's any questions, comments, anything like that. And feel free to text me or call me. I'm here at the church 24-7. You can always reach me. So, uh, you know, You're here you, at the church 24-7? I'm, Do you have a bunk in the office? I'm going to show you how. It's right here. Uh, I'm connected to this church 24-7. If you send a text through Messenger, through our Facebook Messenger, I get it. And I've gotten Messenger texts at 11 o'clock at night, 1 o'clock in the morning, 2 o'clock in the morning. People have questions about the God that we serve. And if you have a question, text me. Let's get a dialogue going. Let's get a conversation going because I care about where you're at with your walk with Christ. And anything that I can do to help you along that path, I'm here for you. So with that, have a great week. Make sure to like and share this video if you feel like it's been a blessing. And we'll see you here next Sunday. See you, everybody. Hasta luego.